Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Chris. And I'm Nathaniel. Today is going to be a very um, melodic day. Melodic? Maybe not melodic. We're going to sing it? It's a musical episode? Um, you're right, that is melodic. Melodic is like slow, like... We are going to harmonize this whole episode. It's, very, it's going to be very... Um, melancholic. Slow. Melancholic, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> because I'm very tired. You're kind of tired. You're always tired, but like yeah, more so today. Fucked up shit going on. Uh huh. And then we're gonna talk about terrible incidences. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, depression <coughs> on top of depression. This is gonna be Whoa! awesome. We're gonna make so many bad jokes. Be ready, because <coughs> we're gonna talk about some terrible things. <coughs> I. Uh, I how are you doing, Chris? Before we even get on, I don't even want to get into that. Okay, that's great. I'm, I'm happy. I have to come up with thousands of dollars. Well, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I have a carnival to go to tomorrow. Well, you also live home, so I mean, if something goes wrong with the house, you don't have to worry about it. Um, wait, don't you live in home too? My home. Yeah. Not with my parents. I live with my home. So it's my parents' yeah, home too. But, but if your roof gets bad, like mine is getting bad, your parents got to worry about it. No, we would probably all pay for it collectively. I don't live in. Okay, it. well, it's just me, so collectively yeah. doesn't work. Tax your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Make her start paying bills around here. Yeah, she's not even out of high school yet. I don't care. I started working when I was sixteen. That's the biggest issue. The house gets on to a point where it's too bad, and then I can't have her here, and, mm-hmm. and that's not good. Yeah. You can get a job, mow some grass. Yeah. Just get a newsletter. She is good at watching YouTube. I think we're all good at that. Excuse me. I think we're all kind of good at that. Okay, you ready to jump in? Yes. Uh, I guess I'm going to be starting it off. Yes. I'll be kicking it off. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Jerry Brudos. Brudos. I don't know if you know him. No. Well, he was born in Webster, South Dakota. Uh, his family moved around a lot, and they eventually, like, you know, he's a bad person. You want to guess where he ended up? In Oregon? Salem. Florida. In Oregon? Yes. Oregon, Florida? Yes. Yeah. To be very impressive. No, no, Salem. It's not the Salem, no, but it's Salem, it's Oregon. Yeah. Uh, so it's very interesting that, like, <clears throat> oh, you know. Bad person. Where does he live? Salem. Ah, yes. Could be worse. Could be truth and consequences. That's apparently where all the bad people go to, to yeah. hide out. Yeah. Have you been? Have you seen like photos of truth and consequences? No. It's like barren. It's like a, a lot of people go there when they're busy running. Yeah. It, because there's nothing out there. There's like nobody out there who wants to be found. So maybe that's where I'll go. <clears throat> truth and consequences. Where is truth and consequences? What state? I can't remember now. Texas or Arizona? It's like, it has to be Arizona. I know it's very deserted. And Arizona is just basically sand and Las Vegas. And that's it. I will find out in two seconds. I'm sorry, not Arizona. Nevada is Las Vegas, not Arizona. Either one. They're both just desert. Uh, New Mexico. Ah, that would have been my fourth guess. What about my fiftieth? 
<laughs> I would have chosen Hawaii before New Mexico. I had a buddy, I, I'm sure I've said this before, I had a buddy who was like calling me up and he's like, how do I get my passport? I'm like, why do you need a passport? He's like, I'm, I'm traveling abroad. Oh, you didn't want to go to like New Mexico? Yeah, he wanted to go to New Mexico. I'm like, you don't need a passport to go to New Mexico. He's like, well, don't I? It's crossing a border. I'm like, you're crossing state lines, that's it. He's yeah. like, what? He's like, New you're Mexico. You're going to Mexico, you're going to New Mexico. New Mexico is in the United States. It's one of the United 50 states of, you know this country and he didn't believe me and he had to google it I'm like wow it's fucked up don't even believe me when i tell you that it's one of the states it's also really sad that i have to tell you that it's one of the states i mean we're not that it's only 50 states guys it's not that bad and some territories it's fine he has his head like in his hand just looking at the table there's a lot like, of shit in my mind yeah so. This is gonna be a great episode for the podcast. <laughs> this is gonna just gonna translate over hey, very life well. Life happens. Can't control it. I found out five minutes before you came here. <clears throat> life happens. Life does tend to happen. No, yeah. I have more shit I gotta deal with. I can't deal with. Well, you want to talk about somebody else's tragedies to make you feel better? That's not gonna make me feel better. But well, <laughs> that's all I can offer you at this point, buddy. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> so during this childhood, uh, he was constantly abused by his mother because he was, um, his mother wanted a, a daughter, but unfortunately, like, when she gave birth, it was him instead of a daughter because he has an older brother, which she, by the way, the mother, like, gave. Can't you just poke it in? <laughs> Can you just turn that Audi into an innie? It's fine. It'd be okay. Uh, <clears throat> oh, it works. Is that how that works? Babies are born. If it's a girl, you blow in her nose and penis pops out. If it's a boy, you suck on the nose no, and the penis I... sucks in. Oh my god. They're like biology. Millennials. It's biology. <laughs> Look it up. Where does the balls go? They go right in with it. Okay. Because balls is where the piss is at, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So you know, that you makes pee, sense why women balls pee. get. Oh, they okay. inflate like a water balloon. So in order to get bigger cojones, I just hold my pee for a very long time? Yes. Nice. I'm going to start doing that from now on. Be like, look at me. Such girth. Pop. <laughs> oh, God. My urine. It's everywhere. I've been saving that. I've been saving it for a rainy day. Now it's going to be a rain day. Uh, it's... <laughs> So he was abused by his mother because she wanted a daughter, and uh, he unfortunately was not that. Um, which some people attribute this a little bit to, like... Genetics? Not him being a man. <laughs> uh, the fact that he was abused, they attribute that to like some of the reasons why he does the things he does. Uh, when Jerry brought home a pair of high heels from a junkyard, his... Mom basically told him that that was a wicked thing. Shapiro like showed him. up at the door and said, Guys, don't wear heels. I'm going to get you cowboy boots. With heels, yeah. My dress boots have heels on it, by the way. But not like exaggerated heels. It makes me feel tall. Because I'm so short. Anyways, uh, he brought home a pair of high heels uh, from a junkyard. And his mother basically said that it was a wicked for liking those kind of shoes. Uh, her reaction, uh, a lot of people believe, triggered something in um, young Jerry, 
and as he quickly developed an obsession with women's footwear. Yeah, it's not fun. This is me not great. In the subsequent years, Jerry tested the boundaries of his new uh, fixation in the first grade. He stole his teacher's high heels from her desk. Uh, when he, when a teenage girl visited his home, he attempted to steal her shoes as well. Since the teen was a family friend, she felt comfortable trying, uh, laying down in the bed uh, to rest. But then when she woke up, she found him trying to remove her shoes while trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as Jerry added to his stolen shoe collection, he also stole underwear. Uh, these items were treated as like mysterious and forbidden totems, uh, arousing him into deep, deep erotic feelings that he could not understand or explain, uh, which is a quote from Peter Vrosky, which he made a, he, created, he wrote a book about uh, in, in the serial killers, or serial killers, the method and madness of monsters, um, which is interesting. I read a little bit of it. And yeah, so he kind of just collected Women's shoes and underwear and... And then it escalates to collecting women. In 1956, Jerry attacked a woman for the See? first time. Yep, sure he was. Uh, he was just 17 years old and he had prepared well in advance for the assault. First he dug a hole in the hillside where he planned to keep he the girl... He had found a very nice stick for whacking. That's how he prepared. Yeah. This is a good whack and stick. This is a good, it's a two by four. May not be a shillelagh, but this is a good whack and stick. God, shillelagh. I want to get one of those. <clears throat> you can make one of those. You got to have like a certain, it's like a special type of wood they're generally made out of. Is it? Just use like purple heartwood or something Black like that. Black hickory or something. Black hickory. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I don't know much about wood, but that sounds like a made up wood. Uh... <laughs> So he first dug a hole in the hillside where he planned to keep the girl as his quote-unquote sex slave. Uh, then wielding a knife, he abducted her, uh, abducted the teenage girl, beat her up, and forced her to take naked photographs for him. Uh, Black thorn and oak are the two woods primarily used for shillelaghs. So you can use purple heartwood. Oak where the is fuck start. do you get purple heartwood? I don't know any veterans. For, oh. <laughs> Uh, purple heartwood comes from a purple heart tree. Yeah, where are they? Uh, I think north United States. I, I think. How the hell would I get some? I don't know. Go to a store and buy it online. <laughs> Fuck if I know. I it's not that I get the blackthorn wood. <laughs> keep it traditional. It's blackthorn and oak wood. Blackthorn or oak. Yeah. Why don't you use them both? Make a real good shillelagh. <laughs> but you don't want like a purple stick to sh smack people with? No. I want a traditional style one. That way when like the Jehovah's Witness come to my door and preach, I'm going to whack the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll just just say, like... Get off my property three times really fast. And then just start fucking beating. You'd be exactly like uh, St. Patrick. Yeah. Beating yeah. the serpents off my doorstep. Yeah. Well, it wasn't... It wasn't serpents. It was... Catholic. It was not Catholicism. Was it Catholicism? I don't know. It was it was, it was a religion that they, you know, shunned and fought off. No, it wouldn't be Catholicism because they are predominantly Catholic. Well, now they are. I don't think it was when he started. I think they were still... I don't remember. It's been forever since I read into that. It, 
a religion showed up, they didn't like it, and they beat them off, and they always refer to them as them beating off the Protestants. Yes, you're right. It is the Protestants. I think that sounds right. Really? I think you're right. I just fucking guessed. I think you're right. I'm going to look this up in a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll correct myself and you if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you're right. that or Amish, I was going to go for. Amish. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mennonites. We don't like you coming in here and making really nice barns and chairs. I don't Get like the, the fact you don't use cell phones. What the hell is a what cell phone? What the hell is a cell phone? So he beat her up and made her take photos. Uh, but just like when he was five years old. Uh, what the hell is that whirly hole maker with the cord? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. What are these automobiles you speak of? Um, but just when he was five, uh, Jerry was caught red-handed, and he was then sent to a psychiatric ward. Do you think of, mm-hmm. when the Amish have, like, drag races? Have you seen the videos of them, like, drag races? Do they literally tie, like, 150 horses to the front of their wagon so they have 150 horsepower? No. It's probably going to be, like, four horses. I would go for 100. you gotta, you got to outdo the other guy. Could you? Yeah. You want as much horsepower five as you horses. can. No. 150. You watched Mim Bim Bam. Fucking wagon right? doing a wheelie down the road. You listen to some Mim Bim Bam stuff, right? My brother, my brother, and me. Yeah. Uh, I you... was fucking dying during that show when they wanted to be governor. You watched the show finally? Yes. Holy and, shit. And they got to use a little safety town. Yeah, yeah. And they started going like all fucking warriors yeah, and they yeah. got and, kicked out of the safety town. Kicked out. They were told not to come back by the police. Yeah. Uh, which is fucking hilarious. Another good one is when they were like uh, with the mayor and he was like, you'll be mayor for the next 10 seconds. And Griffin was like, your state bird. and he was like, I abolish the state bird. You only have powers above the city. <laughs> he's like, I want to, he's like, nope, you already said it. <laughs> Got to commit. Yeah, my brother, my brother, and me, the TV show. And then when we had the shirt, he came out like, you can't wear that shirt. It has copyright stuff on it. <clears throat> Fine. He goes out and he comes out with like clearly a Simpsons shirt blurred out. Like, you can't wear that one either. <laughs> Fine. He comes out with another one. Then they dress him like a pimp. <laughs> and he has to dress where like they, they have to all of the, the job interviews mm-hmm. they did. Uh, where he has his electric resume where it's like <laughs> horny for educate or is it horny for job opportunity? And raring for, I don't remember, it's something like that. And the other guy had the sticky ones you can stick to your, to your interviewer's chest so yep. you can just look down and read it. And the last one is the really long yep. resume. And they said they should have like conservation list at the bottom because mm-hmm. he wasted so much paper. I feel like a rotisserie shithead. That's such a fucking... I Anyways, got, I didn't I... watch them all. I got to finish them. Oh, okay. It was in that episode when they were dressing up for the job. I saw interview. the ghost one too. Yeah, they're trying to... the dorm room to make it haunted? Yeah. (laughs) They're like, you want some meat boy sandwich? Or young boy sandwich? Something like that? (laughs) It's so weird. They had ropes tied to each other to pull each other out if something went wrong. And it was just an empty dorm and they stuck like a skull on the floor. God, fucking my brother, my brother and me. Such a good uh, podcast and a great TV show. It's really sad they only did one season. The podcast is different now, though. It is. Because now they do like... One question and no, they ramble. do. They, they'll they'll do uh, others. They ran go but on and on like many. us, but they go for like an hour and then they finally answer the question. Yeah, uh, they don't do as many as they used to, which 
I understand. Uh, they definitely like have. I heard a lot they're of not doing so rates. well anymore. I keep hearing that too, but like I know one of their wives is running for governor. Yeah, or mayor. I think it's like governor, that. something like that. Um, for Huntington as well. She do good. She's smart. <clears throat> yeah. She's a doctor. I've met a lot of dumb doctors, but yeah, I do agree with you. Uh, but anyways, when I was talking about uh, my brother, my brother, and me, when you're talking about horses, uh, they did an episode where they talk about horsepower, uh, but like it's not horsepower for like cars. It's like apparently uh, horses can increase their like abilities by having other horses with them. Like, and if they become good friends, they're able to go even further past their normal abilities. Yeah, it's really weird. They He's encourage like, each other to yeah, keep going. Like, you, they get, like, best friends buff. <laughs> uh, if they're, like, together for long enough and they become good friends, they're able to, like, carry more and further. Plus one best friend horse. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. And I was like, that's so fucking See, so weird. if you have 150 tied to your fucking And they're all Amish best wagon, friends, you can go to the moon. You've got like 600 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I don't know the actual mathematical equation to convert friend horses to horsepower. Yeah, it's a hard equation. You know, you, how good of a friends are there? Are they only like a little we bit We got to figure friends? out what one friend horsepower goes up to. Yeah. If it's like 1.5 horsepower or 2 horsepower per horse now. Uh, I read that it's like up to like 3. It's like th- as if 3 horses were there. So I was fucking right. Yeah. 150 horses would be 600 horsepower. Yeah. If it's doubled. Yes. Yeah. It could be tripled. Then we're at 750-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Fucking Amish under 750 horsepower taking on like fucking sports cars. You ever see, have you actually seen the video of the Amish uh, drag racing? No. Or uh, racing in general? It's funky. I'm hoping it's like Mad Max shit. Like they jump off the wagon onto the other people's wagon and just start fucking punching Would be them. good. No, no, no. They were Cutting racing. the lines through their horses. I think it was a car. Spraying silver spray paint all over their mouth. <laughs> wow. Full Mad Max. Yes. Damn. You got two Amish guys on poles swinging back and forth. One of them playing an acoustic guitar tied to the top of the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't play music. They can't? No, Amish people can't use musical instruments. I know they can't do... I thought they could use like a certain musical instrument. Uh, I think they can make... No, I, like no a harmonica they can't, they can't something. make any kind of music. I thought they could. Uh, maybe Mennonites can, but I think Amish people are not allowed to have any kind of music. It's any worldly connections and bonds. It would be too nice to enjoy music. They learn to play traditional instruments such as a harmonica. Or an accordion. How is a, a harmonica and an accordion more traditional than a fucking guitar? Instruments that are not played in public and singing. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So, so now singing. he's strapped to the top with a fucking accordion, ripping it out as they're I, racing. And there's two guys on the fucking poles throwing dung balls at each other. <laughs> what's the um? What's the little thing you stick in your mouth and flick? Jaw harp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think they all using the jaw harp? When I was a wham, kid. Wham, 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 wham. I could never use it. When my I was a father. Kid. What he had one, he would say what his name was, and I swear to God, he always said, I misinterpreted it. Mm-hmm. I thought he, I thought it was a Jew harp. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized when I was older, he's fighting it. It's a jaw harp. Oh, damn, only Jews can use this harp. And That's all I do so is go sad. poing, poing, poing. But I saw some guys doing like techno with it the other day. Yeah. It's about mouth movements. Not 
jaw movement but mouth movement yeah and you can like talk through the vibrations yeah yeah like um that one guitarist who plays yeah, Aerosmith bites the little tube that goes to his guitar is it Aerosmith yes. it might be Aerosmith yeah that guy. I'm sure a lot of other ones do it but that's yeah. the main one I know uh <laughs> god that was a fucking tangent uh where was I he got caught for um trying to like keep that girl as a sex slave uh and he went to a mental institute when do uh, these guys know each other <laughs> this guy does the same thing he's been in a lot of mental institutes uh what year uh 70s to the 80s no this guy's in the 50s to like 60s ah, maybe his father could be this guy does have two kids uh which we will talk about here in a minute um so he goes into a psychiatric ward in oregon state hospital uh for a for an evaluation where doctors uh, noted his hatred towards his mother and other women uh he was in the mental uh hospital for nine months that's so cute. He's got your little kitty cat claws. My God. He's Wolverine, <laughs> which is coming back. Deadpool. Which is fucking wild. Three. Yeah. Wolverine. I saw. I was I'm like, curious. I was wondering about the little teaser trailer where, like, um, Ryan Reynolds was talking, and then, like, Hugh walks behind him. He's like, you want to be Wolverine again? Sure. And then he goes upstairs in Ryan's house. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the bedrooms are upstairs. <laughs> That's a good assumption. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they did a second one where they described the whole the plot, movie, but yeah. they played like music, music over, over it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if if it is going to actually be the actual plot. I pulled the uh, music out, and you can't hear anything. Uh, I figured they would make sure you couldn't. No, because you can't hear words in the very uh, beginning, yeah. but then it's gone. <laughs> and then every now and then you'll hear a word, yeah, but not that much. And I'm curious if it will actually like follow what they were talking about. Um, so in the hospital. Jerry's uh, secret obsession came pouring out. Doctors learned about his collection of women's clothing and disturbingly his fantasy of putting kidnapped girls in freezers so he could rearrange their frozen bodies into sexual explicit positions. But for some reason, doctors didn't really think that there was anything serious wrong with him. Claiming that the boy just needed to grow up and mature a little, the hustle released him. dolls. I'm going to be using this, by the way, so people might hear it. Mm-hmm. He's vaping. I, I need nicotine to relax. Yeah. So yeah, he, they, they, like, nine months later, they just were like, yeah, he just needs to mature a little bit. It's fine. Uh, despite being institutionalized, uh, Jerry managed to graduate high school in 1957 and became an electrician technician. Electrician technician. Uh, four years later, he married a 17-year-old. Wouldn't that just be an electrical technician? It, it also says electronics technician, not electrical technician. Yes. English is my first language. Yes. I got something to show you when we're done. We're doing break. Not again. It's fine. I told you. We can't keep doing this. I get Vietnam flashbacks to my uncle whenever we do this. I hate comparing... I hate it. I don't care that we have the Prince Albert or whatever. I don't care. Not a Prince Albert. It's a frenum. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, I know. I saw. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Four years years later, he married a 17-year-old girl uh, and had two children with her. Uh, They both lived together in the suburbs of Salem. Uh, Jerry would force his wife to do housework and be naked, um, but in high heels. Is your house? Don't start with me. 
I don't need this. I don't need this verbal don't attack. Need this abuse. Right now. All right. I do. I need to vent. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. About to vent out this whole room and keep this shit up. Uh, <clears throat> so he'd make his wife uh, do chores around the house while naked, uh, while wearing a pair of high heels. Uh, and he would take pictures. Sometimes, uh, Sometime later, uh, Jerry began complaining of suffering from migraines, headaches, and blackouts. Um, to relieve the symptoms, he would steal shoes and lacy underwear during the night prowling um, his neighborhood, essentially. I just buy my shoes and lacy <clears throat> underwear. I wear them all the time. He uh, kept all the stolen objects uh, for a time in his garage. Uh, and that he would not allow his wife to enter without announcing her arrival on an intercom. In 1967, uh, Jerry followed and a woman. Like, because it goes all the way around the door and lock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there 27 deadbolts on this door? I mean, all you gotta do is take the hinges off and boom. I have an invention for a deadbolt. I wish I was a deadbolt. I'm not gonna mention it on the podcast. Oh yeah, so no one can steal it. Yes. You already know how everything I come up with gets fucking stolen. Yeah, I do. Well, you know what's funny? You know, remember how I brought up a while ago I want to start doing a thing about uh, with the 411 missing people? Yeah. Like, uh, this was months ago. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I've been looking into like it. a year more. ago. No, it was only like three months ago. Anyways, um, I was looking into it and I was like, kind of trying and write something up about it and taking my time. Uh, somebody told me about a YouTuber. Um, I'm not going to say the name. But I looked up the YouTuber and like yeah they're doing like a whole thing about it aren't they? No, not, not this. This YouTuber just happened to be happened to post uh, a missing four one one thing on like the same month I was looking at doing one. Oh. Like that's funky. The reason why I looked up the YouTuber because my friend was like, "You remind me of him." I'm like, "In what way?" He's like your voice and and your face kind of. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. They're talking about that guy who just eats. Talking about chills. No, you do kind of look like chills. I do not look you like do. chills. You don't have the voice. No, number fifteen burger. Yeah, but he has lettuce. that weird. It's funny because he was talking once about he never realized he had like this weird. You wouldn't expect voice. to find somebody's foot fungus in your lineage. I don't. But that's what you like. Might I thought get. his music was pretty good. I haven't listened to much of his music. It's pretty good. Um, I, I, I used I, to watch so much of that that like when I would put <clears> it on at night, just his voice. Just start spooking me because <laughs> like, I was so used to what so was Pavlovin. You gave yourself, you Pavloved yourself. A yeah, bit. that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know what chills looks like. You, I don't think so. I'm not chills. I'm not nearly that cool. He does look a little like you. <clears throat> uh, but he would go out getting uh people's shoes and panties. Uh, he kept all of the stolen objects. I already said that in his garage where he didn't allow his wife to go in. He then broke into a house while, um, oh, I skipped ahead. So in 1967, Jerry followed a woman. I've had to cough. I'm trying not to cough on the mic. (laughs) That's how he coughs. (laughs) Yeah. It's horrible when you're at his house and he's sick. He just hears constantly, yeah. Sounds like he's like, you know, starching some socks in his bedroom, not coughing. Yikes. Making that kind of noise. Making a pony jar. But no. <laughs> why do you why is it always devolved into that? Because <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. 
<laughs> it baffles me. In 1967, he was trying to make a singer lack him. <laughs> That's what he's trying to do. Oh, a pony? Yeah. He's trying to enchant it with his seed. What would he do if like a big buff brony jumped out and just... How do you dare you him. do that to Rainbow Dash? Just took him <laughs> against his will. You will never sully the Fluttershy. Stuck him in a giant jar and started... <laughs> It's going to take a while. I hope yeah, you don't you mind the smell. Like <laughs> Jerry followed a woman to her home. Good thing I produced a left. gallon at a rip. In 1967, Jerry followed a woman to her home because he liked her shoes. He then broke into her house while she was asleep. Um, unfortunately, he did terrible things to her before strangling her to the point of um, passing out. Um uh, and then left after stealing some of her shoes. She didn't die. Um, luckily, she did survive the attack. Uh, or unlikely, depending on how you look at it. Um, so, yeah, that, that was his first or his second time attacking somebody. Uh, which is very unfortunate. Now we're going to talk about the subsequent, like, follow-ups. Like, what he did afterwards. Um... Linda Slauson, a 19-year-old, a door-to-door encyclopedia saleswoman who knocked on uh, Jerry's door on January 26, 1968. Uh, you know, this is fucked up. What? The one time you were getting through your podcast perfectly, and I'm all out of it, so I can't get all the witty, witty banter in I there. know. <clears throat> I guess I just have to, like, not be bothered by you. Not be berated throughout yeah, the whole And then thing. I can read relatively fine. <laughs> Um, it's going to be the best sounding podcast for you and the worst episode for me <laughs> it'd be like that you know one of us has to be happy and the other one has to be fucking miserable <laughs> never happy I'm just extra miserable today okay my apologies so Jerry uh, lured her to the basement um, while his wife and children were in the house uh, knocked her out with a wooden plank uh, strangled her his his stick his wife no not they said his wife for some reason no, no, no. Linda Slauson, a 19-year-old who was doing uh, door-to-door sales for encyclopedias. Oh, like Lord. to buy some cookies? Whack! <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what he did. I uh, wanted Thin Mints! <laughs> Where's the Samoans? <laughs> Fuck! I need some Samoans! <laughs> Do you think the Samoans are named after, like, Hawaiian people? That's all they eat. That and spam. <laughs> I was about to say, that and spam. <laughs> uh... We'll have to change the name of the Samoan cookies soon. I don't think it's actually spelled the same way. I don't think they really care as much as most other cultures get all pissed off about that shit. They care about other things, like hating America, which is fair. Because they got spam from us and they're still pissed no, about it. they got it. spam from us in no. the war. It was... Yes, when we were stationed down there. It was another country. And it was Spain, I thought. Oddly, the funny thing is... Japan also got... I think it was Japan that introduced them to spam. Japan got, like, hentai from us. Indirectly. France. No, it was American soldiers that brought comic books. Oh! Which evolved into manga and hentai. Yes. Well, France was the first one to make, like, animation and that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, Japan did have the fisherman's wife painting... But, uh, uh, yeah. But 
the, they well they had a was they it, were introduced to like well, the well, whole comic idea. I think it was in the I can't remember which period the Meiji period or like it, it wasn't the Edo period. I'm pretty sure. They, that's all they did. They like there's a lot of like erotic drawings and and paintings all from that era because and then we introduced comics and like we can make these on a smaller scale and hey them. we can make these <laughs> and they could be fucking by the way yeah I know it's been nice I, I fixed the chairs the, the the arms to the chairs have been loose and the legs I are lean fixed. I lean on them uh, and I noticed immediately on this one because I can actually lean on it uh, also we probably like we diverged from like the story whenever he's like actually harming somebody which is great yeah. it lessens the impact it lessens the blow speaking of blow um he knocked her out with a wooden plank and strangled her he dressed her in different female undergarments and shoes he had stolen arranging her body in provocative poses and used a hacksaw to cut off her foot which he then kept in the freezer and used to model his other collection of high heel shoes. That's weird. Yeah. I told you. Shoes. He got a fucking mannequin foot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he disposed of the body in the uh, Willamette River. You think if this guy was a, like around right now, he would just go to OnlyFans and not go after people? Huh. Because he can just go look at all the feet he wants. And pay them to well, put it's on not whatever... feet though it's shoes but he could pay them to put on whatever shoes he wants that's true I don't know because I think on one hand it, I'm sure it does help some people with like their weirder like side of themselves uh, but on the other hand I think he was already messed up and if it would, wasn't going to be this it was going to be something else that triggered him yeah so I want to say yes, but at the same time, probably not. There's a lot of things wrong with this guy. I mean, he had a wife who already did stuff for him, and he still went out and was like, I need more shoes. Hey, so did this guy. Give me more shoes. Did we just write the same story? <laughs> it just has different people in it. Um, Jan Susan Whitney, 23 years old, a motorist who car broke down on the Interstate 5 between Salem and Albany. Not that Albany, a different Albany. Still probably pronounced Albany. Probably not. Uh, Albany, on November 26th, <laughs> in 1968, uh, Jerry offered to drive her to his home with the excuse of letting her call a tow truck. While still in the car, he strangled her with a leather strap, essayed uh, uh, her. You know what essayed, right? Hmm? Essay. I don't want to say what it actually is. It rhymes with grape. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to say essayed. Okay. Just so you know what I mean from here on out. So you're just going to attack the Hispanic words and cultures and imply that they do the that letter kind of stuff? S and A. Don't <laughs> listen. I'm already being called a racist right now by my friend for S something and A I for had... sexual assault. Yes. I'm not going to get into the reason why they're calling me racist. Because you are. It's nothing to do with what I have done. They're merely projecting onto me. Uh-huh. I'm not racist. Um, yes, as... Uh, I'm, I am. I'm, I, I fucking can't stand Atlanteans. <laughs> Is that a race? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, centaurs. 
That's a species, but sure, we'll yes. give it to you. A species. You're xenophobic. Yes. Fuck them, Xenos. <laughs> God damn it. Um, he sexually assaulted her. Uh, he kept the body hanging in uh, from the from a pulley in his garage for several days, during which he would dress her, take photos of her. Kind of like um, uh, Gein. Gein? Yes. Yes. Except he had her upside down by her ankles like a deer. Mm-hmm. His was more for, like, posing and, and like, risking. I think he put, like, <coughs> metal joints on the arms or, like, craft wire. So when he moved the arm, it would just mm-hmm. stay there. I don't think he did that. Puts her arm up <coughs> and it falls down. He's like, God say. damn it, keep your arm up. <laughs> you stupid. Why can't you just... Oh, right. Um, I need some pipe can't cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, kept her body hanging from the pulley in his garage for several days, during which he would dress her, uh, take photos, have sex with her. Um, at this time, Jerry cut off one of her breasts and made a resin mold of it that he used as a paperweight, which is weird. Not, not, that's really weird. Yeah. Afterwards, he tied the body to a, a piece of railroad iron and threw it into... Nobody the... noticed. Is that a breast-shaped paper? No, 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 it's a pouring. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I really like, you know, video games. God of War, particularly. I'm talking about the pourings from, like, uh... I can't think of the name of it. Oh, Ragnarok. The... Ragnarok. Yeah, they're basically like the slimes from... Ew. Any other game. I see, I see. I understand. Just because he has a breast on his table doesn't mean it's like he's done anything nefarious. Yeah. He's just a sexual Fucking fiend. Weird. Um, he tied her to a, a railroad iron and then threw it into the river. Jeez. Um, along with the foot of the last victim, uh, which had brought That one away. just got a railroad spike, though. Yeah. Uh, her car was later found abandoned at the rest stop along... Um, Interstate 5 between Salem and Albany, uh, while her body was found still tied to the piece of railroad iron on July 27th, 1969, so a year after. Uh, Karen Sprinkler, or Spinker, sorry, 18, abducted at gunpoint from the parking lot outside of the department store on March 27th, 2009, uh, two, 2000. See, now that you brought it up, I'm going to fuck it up. So, wait, wait, wait. You said he started in the 50s? Uh, yeah. I meant 1969. Okay. That's why I was like, Jesus, that's a long time. That's run. a long time. Yeah. Um, I was actually you... in the parking lot. I said department store. Yeah. See, they found a new serial killer? No. In California, Stockton. They've tied six victims to him so far. Then they just tied two more to I him. I did read something about, like, California having a serial killer. Yeah. They're on his, like, trail now because they've tied victims together that's wild i mean we have serial killers quite frequently well we you just know don't usually uh, get publicized the thing is they say yeah. there's like anywhere from like 30 to 100 active at any time or something like that mm-hmm. but and it's shitty when you hear about them <clears throat> but at least this means one more will be apprehended gone yeah become a serial killer of serial killers your whole mo is to find serial killers and kill them. Probably still go to jail. That's that's fine by me. 
You know the old adage, like, uh, you, you, you murder a murderer. Two wrongs don't make a right, Nate. No. I, you Two lefts do. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense anyway. Uh, you ever heard the old adage, like, if you murder a murderer, there's still the same amount of murderers still exist? Yeah. If you murder enough people, no. True. If you take out ten, there's yeah, only yeah. one murderer left. Yeah, there's one murderer to the ten. So you've you've netted nine whole murders. So I think that's a net positive, in my opinion. So if you become a serial killer of serial killers, you kill like, I mean, you have to, I think it's three in order to become a serial killer. Then you're in the court and they're like, we're gonna give you life in prison. You've killed twenty people. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I made the streets safer. I'm completely content, and when you put me in jail, put me in jail with somebody I can also kill. Yes, put me in jail with the killers. Yes. They'll die, too. We're all going to hell. Together. Red Rover, Red Rover. We all coming over. That's all I had. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm delusional right now. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Um, duck, a abduction of a girl at gunpoint in an apartment store parking lot. Uh, on March 27, 1969, not 2000, by the way, uh, Jerry was dressed in woman's clothing during the attack. He took Jerry her... was dressed to kill. He was. Uh, he took her... Dressed to the nines. Took her to his garage, made her try on his cl- uh, collection of undergarments, and posed her while taking photographs of her. He sexually assaulted her and strangled her by hanging her by the neck from the pulley. Again, Jerry... Um, sexually assaulted her body on several occasions and cut off another breast to make a plastic mold. Afterwards, he tied the body to he a... Another, he had a lot of papers. Yeah. Afterwards... Why would he cut him off to make a mold? I don't know. Dude, I really don't. Afterwards, he tied the body to a six-cylinder car engine and with nylon cord and threw it into Jesus. the river. He's at least using heavy shit, I guess. Yeah. Not like people use like wood and rope and it rot away. I did hear that yes. if you throw someone in the river, you got to puncture their lungs. Because that's usually what brings yeah. them to the surface. I shouldn't be saying this. I've heard that too. I don't know how realistic that is because you usually lose most of your air after you die. Yeah, but the gases that build up in your body apparently don't like fill up the lungs. and They don't fill up your stomach? That's funky. You can puncture that too if you want. Yeah, I didn't puncture it all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't don't commit murders. Uh, he attempted to abduct a, another girl at gunpoint um, from a basement floor of a parking lot garage in Portland on April twenty first, nineteen sixty nine. Fortunately, he failed. Then he tried abducting another person. Uh, the next day, failed. Uh, then he got Linda Saley, 22, abducted from the shopping mall pl- uh, parking lot on April 23rd, 1963. Uh, Jerry brought her to his garage where he sexually assaulted her, strangled her, uh, sexually assaulted her corpse. He decided to not cut off her breast, and this is where it gets weird, again, didn't cut off her breast he because they were of her toe. too pink. Yeah. Okay. Too pink. He instead applied electric, uh, electrical current to the body in an attempt to make the body, quote-unquote, jump, which didn't work. Afterwards, he tied the body to a car transmission with nylon cord and threw it into the river. 
Um, Jerry would dress up in high heels and masturbate after committing each murder. In May 1969, a fisherman found the bodies of Sally uh, and Sprinker and the Long Tom River, which is weird because he threw it into the Willamette River, which I'm assuming is just a part of. Yeah, part of where they connect. Yeah. But depending on what he ties them to, they're not moving. Yeah, well, a six-cylinder car engine and then a transmission was the other one that he tied them to. And the railroad. Well, that was the, well, that one wasn't found yet. I thought the, you said that one was found shortly after. A year after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until after he was arrested by the cops that they find that body, which I will talk to we'll talk about. Uh, the police asked students at the nearby university campus about suspicious they were missing men. any engine blocks. Yep. Uh, suspicious men and... One led to Jerry, who had a phone, who, oh my God, who had phoned several times to ask the girl out on a date. Jerry gave the police a false address, which increased their suspicion. At his garage, the police found uh, copper wiring that was determined to have been cut with the same tool that cut the cords used to tie down the bodies. Jerry was arrested, and he was he made a full confession. Uh, on June twenty eighth. Of 1996, Jerry pled guilty to three first-degree murders, uh, Sprinker, Whitney, and Saley. Uh, he was sentenced to three consecutive terms of life imprisonment in Oregon State Penitentiary. Uh, though he confessed to Salson's murder, uh, Jerry was neither tried nor convicted of that murder because it didn't. they couldn't find any evidence of um, her murder. Play. Well, they couldn't find any evidence that he was the murderer um, because they didn't find any because he took pictures of everything and he kept the pictures. So they didn't find any pictures of the, of the body, uh, unlike the other cases, but only of her foot. And they couldn't prove it was her foot. Whitney's body was found a month after. It could have been one of the ones that washes up on the shore. No, because that's in Canada. So you can order them. You're right. My apologies. Uh, a month after... All this, um, they do find. I don't even need the to body. kill people. The feet just come to me. Speech. <laughs> uh, they found it about a mile downstream where he confessed. That's where he uh, left her. Um, he lodged continuous uh, appeals, including one in which he alleged that the photos taken of him with one of the victims' uh, corpses could not prove his guilt because it is not the body of the person he was convicted of killing. Yeah. He that's literally the line of thought. He was like, No, 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 that's that's not this person you're saying I killed, that's a different person. That's the it's other one I killed. Ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck, damn it. In 1995, you coerced that out of me. <laughs> this coercion <clears throat> in 1995, the parole board told Jerry that he would never be released, which is good. Uh, Jerry died in prison in 2006 from liver cancer. Which, fuck that guy, in particular. It's just a dickhead all around, and it's all because of shoes. I like a pair of shoes, but like not that much. I like him without the feet in them. <laughs> you like him without the feet in them? Yes. You know, but what will you smell then? My own foot odor. Oh, you can't suck your own toe though. No. 
I probably could have when I was a kid. I might be able to suck my own toe right now. I mean, if you I'm can not suck try. your other stuff, you can probably suck your own toe. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. If you can suck your toe, you can... Nothing. Uh, that's my story. Okay. It's really sad. It's not great. We are going to take a short break, and we will be back in a moment with another horrible story. Yay! Hello, we are back. Um, it wasn't the Protestants. It was the Christians that St. Patrick ran off. Can you do that over here first? No. Why? <laughs> Christian missionaries. He ran off. Well, get the conservative Christians out of here. <clears throat> Good luck with that. Burning books and shit. <laughs> Have they been burning books? They're banning tons of books. A banning, yes. Ridiculous books. Uh, I agree. Anne Frank. That's weird to ban. Harry Potter. It has magic. Fake. It's witchcraft. It's like you can actually you use the fucking the spells from Harry Potter to do anything. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> okay. Spectro Patronum. Someone pointed out something. Accio Feyerbert. Someone pointed out something in a video yesterday. <coughs> you know, Accio some bitches. That all Sorry, he had to ahead. do since, you know, you know, they have the magic to heal everything. Why can't they heal Harry's eyes? Voldemort could just want Accio glasses and then just beat the shit out of him with his fists and not have to worry about anything else because he wouldn't be able to see anything coming. Good point. I don't know. <laughs> Why didn't they just We can regrow bones, but we can't fix your vision. Sorry, Harry. Your bones are supposed to be straight. Your vision's normally fucked up, so you can't fix that. <laughs> okay. Are you going to play the new Harry Potter game when it comes out? Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, it looks it. fucking sick. Okay, so I have another bad guy. Oh, yeah? And You don't say. The timeline trying to read this was confusing as fuck. I can't wait to be regaled with your timeline. Okay, so I am doing Gary Heidnick. I had no idea who the hell this was. I had no idea. A guy at work saw something about him and you mentioned met, it you to met me. Gary Heidnick? No. Oh. This guy at work saw a video about him or something, told me about him. Excuse me. I just burped right in the mic and I'm sorry. And apparently this guy is one of the people Buffalo Bill was based off of. What? Really? Yeah. He was based off of multiple. Mm hmm And you'll understand why. So Would you fuck me. I'd fuck me. Gary had the usual beginning story you hear a lot about. Parents were divorced. He moved back and forth between them. Well, he lived with one, then the other. Beaten as a child. Supposedly, his father was emotionally abusive. Yep, see. Like, Gary would wet the bed. He had a bedwetting problem. And as punishment, his father would make him hang the soiled sheets out the window of his bedroom so all the neighbors could see it. Hmm. How long did you go before you stopped wetting the bed? I still do. Okay. Um, Good answer. I have plastic sheets. <laughs> One and article mentioned... I just sleep in the bathtub. It's I easier. wear dappins. Um, one article mentions that his father also hung him out of the Is window a few dad? times. No. Oh. My neighbor. Okay. Even better. So one I'm going to rev my truck. I'm going to keep interrupting you, by the way, uh, because that guy's doing it, so I might as well. He does all the time. <clears throat> um, one article mentions that his father also hung him out of the window a few times, like holding him by his ankles. Oh, my God. Is he the Michael Jackson? Uh, when nice. he was captured and he said all this stuff, his father, of course, denied all of it. I, yeah. Gary was also made Never. fun of because when he was young and climbing a tree, he fell and landed on his head, making his head misshapen. 
which caused ridicule later in life. People were calling like Loghead and stuff like that. This uh, might be his issue. Gary bounced around with schooling as well. He was tested and shown to have an IQ of 148. I don't know my IQ, so I can't compare which to anything. That's high. Like, very high. Mm-hmm. That's above. Average is like 110, 120. This is like uh, low level genius, I believe. Yeah. Um, like, when you get to like 90 to like 120 is like average. Anything above that, it starts to get into above average. Yeah, so that makes him pretty, you know, damn high in the charge. I think so. I could be getting that wrong. He did well in school. At his father's advice, though, he left school and he went to a military academy academy mm. where he dropped out just before graduation and he went back to public schools where he also dropped out and decided to join the military when he was 17. He was in the army for just over a year and was said to have done very well. Um, his instructors gave him a claim. They said he did excellent everything he did. How did he get out? He attempted to apply for some specialist positions like uh, electrician. No, one of them Water was like specialist. the military police. MP, yeah. One was something else. There was a few other ones. Water purification uh, He specialist. was denied all of them. He ended up being trained as a medic, which, again, he did very well at. Yo, that's like not <laughs> That's not an easy thing to get into, no. by the way. <laughs> oh, he, did, he said he did very well at that. At that point, he was shipped to West Germany to the 46th Army Surgical Hospital. Mm-hmm. At this point, he also finally got his GED. So, you know, he was smart. He excelled at pretty much everything he did. Gary began to complain of headaches and dizziness. Did Wanted to become MP. MP said no, so did a harder job and became a medic. It's yeah. like, uh, uh, sure. That's what they just put him. They probably figured he was better than the other stuff. That's fair. That's weird. You know, you're too smart to just drive around arresting people. You can help. Well, they're investigators in the MP yeah. Corps as well, so, like, you could do other more, like important things what um, is he doing he does this shit he sometimes he gets out there and just revs his fucking boat in the yard he might the boat that has trees growing he, out of it now it might be making sure the engine's still good and you have to run gas through it every now well and then. the flooring's not good because there's trees growing out of it <laughs> well i didn't say he was a smart man i just said it made sense um gary began to complain of headaches and dizziness blurry vision and nausea and he was diagnosed with a gastric problem and the possible mental illness so again, he was transferred, this time back to the States, where he was eventually diagnosed with schizoid personality disorder and honorably discharged. Mm. Having no military career now, Heidnick went back to school, this time to the University of Pennsylvania to become an LPN, which is a licensed practic- practical nurse. Mm-hmm. He dropped out after a semester. So it seems he's smart. He excels at most things he tries, but he can't stick with anything, which the military kind of helped him by making him. Yeah. Shit. But and unfortunately, and he got he, yeah. discharged medically. After dropping out of college after one semester, he got a job at a veterans hospital, but was fired for poor attendance and basically being a dick to the patients. <laughs> to drop a time frame in here, because I don't have one yet, Heidnick was born in 1943. When he was in Germany and began to have the headaches, it was 1962. Okay. So the final date is kind of important. So he's like 18 in Germany? Uh, he was 17 when he went in the military. So yeah. yeah. Probably about that. Um, West Germany. We have to specify because at this point it is the difference. 1962 is uh, kind of an important date. From 1962, that's when he was uh, discharged and diagnosed. From then until he was arrested in 1988, 
He spent a lot of time in and out of mental institutions and also attempted suicide multiple times. They're really... Never mind. I'm not making that joke right now. So that was a brief summary <clears throat> of his early life. Yep. Now it turns into the bad shit. In 1971, he started a church. The United Church of Ministers Holy of God. Holy shit. He only had five followers, and apparently when they opened up a bank account for the church, they had like $1,000. Um, That's quite a bit for the 60s. By 1986, his church had grown and become 80s. quite prosperous, and they had about $500,000. So, yeah. Heidnick used one of those. Okay, so this is going off the church Used now. one of those dollars. Heidnick used, at this point, one of those mail-order bribe-type uh, groups uh-huh. to meet a woman from the Philippines. After around two years of communication, she came to America where they were married in 1985. The marriage, like many other things in his life, was short-lived. She caught him in bed. Not him, with... though. What? Sorry, go ahead. Not him? He wasn't short-lived. She caught him in bed Sorry. with not one, not two, but three other women. Said she caught him with a trio of women in bed. Why did he get married if he can just, like, pull women like this? And not only that, want to pull women like so, this. It's so dumb. She left him in 1986. Fair. To show how short the marriage was, they were married from October of 85, and she left in January of 86. So four months, essentially. During that short time, he did manage to get his wife pregnant. Three months. Which he didn't know about until he got uh, papers for child support request in 87. (laughs) That's fucking wild. Now, his short-term wife, Betty, I'm going to leave out like last names and shit. Because they're like timeline, probably still alive. (laughs) Said that in the short time they were together, he had forced her to watch him have sex with other women, as well as raped and assaulted her. Heidnick now also had two other children that were born before the marriage that he didn't know about. I don't think of which were immediately placed in foster care and were born before he was married to Betty. Like I just said, the third child was with a woman named Anjanette who was illiterate and mentally disabled. Heidnick was arrested shortly after the birth of his... I have third child, but technically it's his second, I believe. And we'll get to why he was arrested in a minute. Um, But the arrest also makes you wonder how he was able to meet Betty in the first place. I have questions. What? A lot of questions. This man slept around a lot, but yeah, he was like, I need to get married. Also, he has a church. Yes. And he's sleeping around a lot. Yes. Um, weird. Yes. Uh, he slept I with think a... the church is still going. Oh, that's funky. He had relations and a child with somebody who's illiterate and mentally disabled. Yes. Oh, it gets more fucked up. That wasn't even fucked up yet, except what he did to Betty. It's, I mean, yeah. Okay, so his first stint with the law was in 76. Heidnick pulled a gun on a tenant of a property he was renting out and shot, grazing the man's face. Jesus. He got aggravated assault charges for that. Yeah. Okay. In 78, he kidnapped and imprisoned (coughs) the sister of the mother of his second child, so Anjanette. What? The woman he kidnapped was her sister, she was an inpatient at a mental hospital, and Gary had signed her out for a day pass and then imprisoned her in his basement. 
When she was found and returned to the hospital, the uh, examiner and found out that she had been raped, sodomized, and contracted Jesus gonorrhea. Jesus fucking Christ. Now, here's the thing. This happened before Betty. Did they not do a fucking background check at this place for meeting women overseas? No, probably not. Probably I not can, back I then. Can, this I can was back in the day. Nowadays, they would. It's probably not legal to do that. What? Have a program where you meet women overseas. True. Well, they were doing it recently for Ukraine. I don't think that the women I don't out. think that was like a program. That was more of like a thing. No, it was a doing. dating service to meet women from the Ukraine to get them out of the country because of the war. Right, right. No, I know why. I'm not saying like I don't understand that part. I don't know if that is completely okay. So, um, you want to get out of Ukraine? I'll be your sugar daddy. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with kidnapping, rape, unlawful restraint, false imprisonment, and Voluntary deviant sexual intercourse, which I had to look up. Voluntary or involuntary? It's voluntary. Involuntary. Okay. So involuntary deviant sexual intercourse is sexual intercourse that takes place with something like an animal or forced oral or anal. Because, you know, in a lot of states, oral and anal are still illegal. Are they? Yes. What states would have illegal for you to You'd do? You'd have to Google it. It's illegal. Like today? Yes. That's weird. I'm going to Google that. Um, go ahead. Go ahead with your story. Now I'm curious. Oh, and interfering with the custody of a committed person. He was convicted on all charges, but it was overturned on an appeal, and instead he spent three years in a mental institution. This was seven years after founding the church. In 83, he was released, and in 85 is when he married Betty. Yeah. There's no red flags there for anybody? Yeah, that's why I was saying. I'm curious how he got able to sign up with the matrimonial service. Mm -hmm. But, again, this was back in the day, so it was probably pretty lax with that kind of stuff. And it was overturned, so maybe it wasn't in his records. Oh, my God. 11 states. I told you. Uh, <laughs> Imagine like a cop storms in Because like you're dealing drugs And for they see you getting a blowjob all And they're like we're tacking that on For all forms of sodomy Including oral intercourse Regardless of participant's gender Florida Yeah Florida's one of them Georgia Louisiana Maryland all the Massachusetts Michigan no, no, Massachusetts Minnesota Mississippi North Carolina Oklahoma And South Carolina So a lot of them are Bible states Bible Belt area uh, South Carolina is like very liberal. Mass isn't. No. But North yeah. Carolina is very. I told you. I told Southern, you. which is weird. Um, with what he did to Betty, he was charged <coughs> with assault, indecent, ass- assault, indecent assault, assault, indecent assault, spousal rape, and involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. That's weird. Uh, okay, so at this point, things go really fast. All the rest up until his arrest occurs between November 25th, 1986 and January 18th, 1987. What? Yeah. So a short period of time. Okay. And all of this is why we know about him. We wouldn't know about the other stuff except for what happens next. On the 25th of November, Heidnick kidnaps Josephina. She was working as a prostitute, and that's how he got her to his house. After the quote-unquote business was done, 
Josephine was getting dressed and Heidnik struck from behind. He proceeded to choke her, then drag her down to the basement where he locked her in chains and glued the bolts with super glue on the shackle so she couldn't like twist them with her fingers, I guess. Right? And this is back in the day when super glue actually fucking worked. <laughs> you know how many models I've been making now and I glue them with super glue, hold them for like a minute and then I let go and they just fall apart? Uh-huh. Um, it's a weird thing to complain about in the middle of the story, but okay, we'll keep going. Once he had her in the basement, he used a stick to beat her until she stopped screaming. Dude, what? Does, like, everybody go to, like, I'm going to hit her with a two-by-four. Like, and then, okay. here's the Buffalo Bill part. He put her in a pit he had in his basement and covered it with boards. After Josephina, five more women would be kidnapped in the same way. He preyed on African-American prostitutes in her teens to 20s. That was kind of, that became his M.O. Mm-hmm. They would all be chained and remain in an aborted up hole only to be taken out to be raped and tortured one of the women sandra was mentally disabled and she couldn't handle what was happening to her now i hate to say that because of the mental illness thing but she seriously like when she would be tortured it, she couldn't understand it i guess maybe mm-hmm. so she would act out more which by if they acted out he would put them on punishment which was primarily more abuse and starvation. Sandra didn't survive her punishment. She died in Heidnik's basement after her, like, and, and the women were screaming, and he told them to shut up. Are there multiple women in this one hole? Yeah. Five. Six. I, six I thought he was like, not, not no, they're all in the same hole. Like rotating them out. No. All at once. Wow. I think I forgot to write something in this, but I remember. Okay. Um, I hate to say it, but you're going to laugh at it. <laughs> oh, great. That's what we need. Humor at so, this point. He said it now. <laughs> Even better. Okay, so um, the women were all freaking out. He basically told them to shut up. Or gets the hose again. Um, he dragged her from the basement. Mm-hmm. The story gets a little mixed. kind of A little bit of controversial here. He dragged her body upstairs and dismembered her remains. He put her ribs in the oven to cook her head in a pot to be boiled. Her limbs were put in a freezer and labeled as dog food, and the rest was chopped and ground up. The police were called due to a smell coming from his house, but he told them that he had put a roast in and fell asleep burning it, so they just left. I mean, there's nothing you can do. This is where it gets a bit muddled and controversial. Okay. The other women were off punishment, so they were allowed to watch some TV. Oh. A dog food commercial came on, and one of the women said she was so hungry that she could eat the dog food. Oh, no. This pissed Heidnik off, so he put them back on punishment and said they would now eat dog food. One story says he ground up Lindsay in the dog food and served it to them. One says he just ground her up and served it to them. Another one says he forced them to eat the cooked ribs. But... Uh, in the court statements, it says they tested the appliances and things in the kitchen to see what could mm-hmm. be used to make to do what he did, and they all tested negative. So none of them actually had yeah. human meat in it. So they believe he made because he blurted this out in public. Mm-hmm. They think he was using it to, to mess build with an them. insanity defense. Oh yeah, maybe. Or he he said it to them to like mess with them, like he was just giving them regular dog food, but he was like. There's bits of Sandy in here. Yeah. And one of the women was quoted as saying, like, look, 
there's like they were traumatized and mm-hmm. like still about I yeah I can imagine someone they even though they were only together for a short time they would bond you know yeah Stockholm a little bit so uh one of them said look it was either eat the dog food eat her mixed with the dog food or die they had no choice mm-hmm. um his verse, first victim Josephina had started to succumb to Stockholm syndrome oh actually that's unfortunate. But it was only, like, they were only there for like a couple months. I don't know how long it takes for Stockholm uh, to set in. Do you know the event that started the Stockholm Syndrome? Like, Beauty uh, and the Beast. Yeah. No, it was a bank robbery in uh, Stockholm. Um, oh, yeah. They were holding someone hostage. And a started, group of people. Yeah. Yeah, six days. So, yeah, it's more than enough time to develop yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, I wasn't sure how long it would take. I guess uh, it depends on your mental, mental state. Yeah. 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 Um, but you can absolutely develop uh, Stockholm Syndrome very quickly. So she started to succumb to Stockholm Syndrome when Heidnik put her in charge of the other girls. If she kept them in line, she would get special treatment, like being able to stay out of the pit, sleep out of the pit, um, stuff like she'd bring her hot chocolate, like little treats. Mm-hmm. And she also began helping him with luring women. Cool. So this, you know, the Stockholm set in before he had all the women. Long he, dramatic um, pause. What's that? Long dramatic pause. I was finding where you were at. I got well, because I already said that line, so there was, you know, I skipped ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even had to help. He he, uh, he even had her help in torturing the women. One time, he had left them chained in the pit, and he filled the pit with water. At which point, he took an electric cord that was split at one end and had Josephina put it against the metal chains, sending the electrical current down the chains to electrocute the women. Now, he said he did it to all the women, but with electricity and water, you think just one chain would get them all, right? Um, Well, no, because the water would ground it. It would go to the dirt. Yeah. So it would go through the chain, through them to the ground. Wouldn't pass to the other women, I don't think. I don't know. I can't say for sure. One of his victims, Deborah, didn't survive this torture and was electrocuted to death. Gary took her remains and buried them in the Pine Barrens in New Jersey, which is the home of the Jersey Devil. Uh, Yeah, I remember. His house of horror was in Philadelphia, so it wasn't too far. Like I looked it up. It was about an hour, a little over an hour drive. So uh, as we can see with Josephina helping him, she had seemingly succumbed to Stockholm Syndrome. And that would explain why she helped with the torture and everything else. But she also becomes the savior of this story. What? After showing she could be trusted in helping him, she persuades Gary to let her visit her family briefly. He agrees since she's been good and deserves some kind of treat. He drives her to a gas station near her home. Okay, the story deviates a bit here, but it doesn't change the outcome. Okay. Um... One source said that she... Take me to my family's house. It just, you know, it happens to be the police station. Well, the two stories are she either went to see her family or she went to see her boyfriend. But neither variant changes what happens. Gary waits at the gas station while she rounds the corner to visit her family. Once she's out of sight, she runs to a phone and calls 911, and the police come and catch him right at the gas station. The version where she goes to see her boyfriend... She tells her boyfriend what happened. He wants to go confront Gary, but they ultimately decide to call the police. So there's just a minor deviation, but it's 
ends up the same. Yeah. The police come, they catch Gary, and then basically everybody learns about the House of Horrors. Yeah. After four months of torture, the women who survived him are finally free, but you know they're going to be scarred for life, basically, because mm-hmm. you know things like that don't go away. Heidnick tried the insanity plea, but it didn't stick. I like when it doesn't stick. He had amassed a, quite a bit of money with his investments, and this had helped prove that he was smart and capable. Because mm-hmm. he was well, yeah, you know, he was smart enough to invest perfectly to make. Well, I didn't money. know what I was doing. The devil told me. They actually it. had uh, one of the people from the bank come in and testify. Oh, really? Yeah, from talking to him, yeah. he's like, "No, this guy is super smart. He knows what he's doing. He's investing. He's." On July 1st, 1988, he was tried and convicted of two counts of first-degree murder, six counts of kidnapping, five counts of rape, four counts of aggravated assault, and two counts of involuntary deviant sexual behavior. He was sentenced to death and locked away at the State Correctional Institute of Pittsburgh. In January of 89, he attempted suicide. Again. And in a weird twist, his daughter... And ex-wife Betty filed for a stay of execution. That is weird. Saying he was mentally unfit to be executed. The attempt was unsuccessful, and on July 6, 1999, Heidnick was given lethal injection and cremated. He was the last person executed in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh. So the part I said is funny, Uh huh. even though this whole story is not funny. Right. He tried saying that when he bought the house, the girls were already in the basement. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. What kind of logic is that? Why would you buy the house if there were people chained in Why the would basement? you keep them in the house? Yeah. If I thought it was a part of the like foyer or something. I like, thought they were part of the deal. Yeah. How was I supposed to know they were imprisoned yeah, women? He tried saying that when he bought the house, the women were in the basement already. Yeah. They're down there. I just, you know, use them. It's it's not yes, my fault. I assumed they were, you know, amenities that come with the house, like a washer and dryer. I figured the house was just furnished to be a harem. Well furnished for a harem. An abusive, not great harem. And when I killed them, dad, eh, doesn't matter. It's like taking out the trash. He basically said that when the first one died. Really? Yeah. Whatever. Now my basement will be peaceful again, is what he said. That's fucking terrible. That's fucked up. So that's Gary Heidnick. Not fun. Not fun at all. I'm glad we did true crime. Hey, hey, I didn't pick a super fucking bad one this time. That's true. It is bad. It's pretty bad. Usually end up with the very, very fucked up ones. There was no kids in this one. Well, there were. His. Yeah, but and they also tried getting him a state of execution. Right, but I'm saying there was no kids harmed no. in this one, yeah, as far as I'm aware. Which is, you know, it's a different change of pace. Yeah. I can't wait to get salad this week. Salad? Mm-hmm. I don't know, last time we did two spins because we didn't want to do what? It was cryptid. Cryptid again? Yeah. Um, but we're going to do another spin. We're going to figure out what we're going to do for next week. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did we did two spins because it was about cryptids, and then you're like, "Come on, true crime!" and it landed on true crime. Yeah, because we haven't done tr- we haven't done true crime in a little while. No, um, if we get true crime again, I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm just gonna go with something. I'm gonna try to find a uh, uh, give me a, second. a happier story. Okay, 
Ready? Yep. Boop. It's gonna be something. Let's see. Um. <laughs> Goddamn cryptids again. Cryptids. I think it's weighted. I think it's weighted. It is not weighted. We can't even get like salad or folklore. It's cryptid. I know. It's right. Cryptid a lot happier than you want to. We can re-roll. No. Okay. We'll do cryptids. We'll do cryptids. <laughs> you know, we're going to run out of cryptids eventually. We'll just have to mark that one out and we'll yeah. just write true crime Strike on that. Strike that little post-it note on it. They're going yeah. <laughs> spinning around. We'll do that. It'll be fine. There's some good cryptids still out there. There's like Mothman. We haven't done the Mothman. Yeah. True. It's a big one. It is a very big one. Um, there's a lot more out there. We can just do all of the Loch Ness Monster ones. We've, I've done the Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness. Uh, I did Champ as well. Champ. Pogo. I haven't done Pogo. Um, there's so many of them. Did I do what? I think I did do Loch Ness. I know I did Champ. I don't you know if I did Loch Ness. did Loch Ness because we talked about how... Uh, Alistair Crowley. Yeah. yeah. How so I did do Loch Ness. So, uh, yeah. so we've done Loch Ness and Champ. Uh, how I he may have Pogo. left like a portal open. Which is, uh, by the way, I love how there was a little while there that every time we covered a story, somehow Aleister Crowley kept popping up in the story. And his STDs. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about even his stories. I, I, <laughs> so I remember when we did him and it was just like, and, and he, got he climbed up a mountain and, and an he STD. got STDs. And he got STDs. He went on another mountain. And he got STDs. He got STDs again. Moral of the story, don't climb mountains, you'll get an STD. Don't bang on the mountain, you'll get an STD. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, because, you know, the dirt and the moss gets in there, and you just yeah, keep yeah, ramming yeah. it in. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> keep a clean uh, body, clean soul. Okay, on that note, <laughs> that's this episode. Yeah, I, on. We're on 89. Are we really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, if you like our episode. 89 numbered. There was also bonuses and mm-hmm. shorts and still, holidays. Still and, wild. Um, but if you like our show, Arcane Obscura, you can contact us through our email or follow our social media. Our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. Uh, review, like, share, all that fun stuff. Yes. And thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Goodbye. Goodbye.